Oh, did you did you not unmute your mic, Danny? We're going to have to run this back. <laughs> the whole intro and everything. Testing, testing. Yeller. Testing, testing. All right, well, I hear me on stream. Yeah, Danny, you ain't got nothing. Uh... Squiggly line in my little eye. <laughs> yeah, because chat says uh, I'm good. Chat says Seaham's good. Uh, Danny, not so much. Typical Dan. Check, check. There we go. What the hell? It was just working not even 20 minutes ago. Well, you're good now. Should we run it back? Now. Yeah. Run it back. Uh, of course. Whole intro. One Whole second. intro. All right, we good now? I think we're good. All right. Welcome in, everybody. It is your boy, Danny, and I'm joined by my fellow marksmen. Uh, I am joined by the man who brings us all of the scary stories to retweet to your friends Monday through Friday here in the Twitch universe as well. Also, everywhere else, which we'll get to that in a second, for my boy, C. Ham. We are joined also as well by the man who also brings us all of the professional wrestling encyclopedia knowledge. It's Tommy. Oh, I thought you were talking about see him. Yeah, no, I'm still finishing me. your intro. It me, it me, it me, it Tommy B. Bang. Tommy B. Yes, and <laughs> we are also joined by the man who brings all of your fire pro wrestling content here in the Twitch universe as well, and the man that never needs an introduction, but we always give him one anyway, because you can't spell champion without your boy see him. What's up, everyone? You already know who it is. Spam, 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 <laughs> spam, spam, spam. All right. Um, we are, unfortunately, we're not joined by, uh, Stan Bino today. Um, he actually did let us know on a little bit of a personal level. Uh, Tommy, if you wouldn't mind letting everybody know. Uh, well, obviously Stan's issue is not mine to talk about. However, it does relate to something that I hold near and dear to my heart. Uh, it is mental health related. Um, myself, uh, Christian, Danny, we all suffer from some sort of uh, mental health situation. Um, if you're not feeling okay, it's okay to not feel okay. And if you need to reach out to somebody, please do. Um, we find ourselves as a family, as a community, as a organization, as whatever you want to call it. Um, and we always try to support one another whenever somebody's down like you always have your friends your brothers your family to pick you up so stan uh hopefully you do get to feeling better and um yeah hopefully you join us next week if you're up to it and we uh we go over to rumble and i can bust your balls a little bit more oh <laughs> yeah but yeah definitely much love to you stan and uh see you soon bud absolutely tranquilo to you my brother hopefully you do well out there <laughs> Uh, guys, also as well, now that we're done with that, let's get right into the big news. Out of already today, 
Mustafa Ali has requested his release from the WWE. <laughs> <They're> saying... <laughs> Sign number one? <laughs> Sign number one, yes. Yes, uh, I mean, I'm extremely glad that he de- that he did that, first of all. And good on him, more than anything. Good on him for having uh, a vision in mind for what he wanted to do with his career and not being afraid, regardless of um, what company he works for, to express that. Uh, absolutely. Uh, he is a fantastic wrestler, fantastic human being, uh, fantastic father. Uh, so him doing what he needs to do for his family, for his livelihood, for his family's livelihood, um, good on him. They have dropped the ball so many times with Mustafa Ali, yes. um, as we all are now aware of. Uh, the original Kofi Mania thing that happened was originally supposed to be Ali's. Um, that whole push uh, leading up to the WWE Championship. And while I'm ecstatic that it was Kofi, um, right. you know, it's it's weird to think about what the timeline would have been had the full push with Ali gone, you know. And then after that happened, he, he never got that momentum back. Uh, so hopefully he can go to a place that will treat him well. Hopefully he can go to a place that will utilize his talents uh you know, properly. Uh, if he goes back to the Indies, I'd love to see him back in uh, freelance wrestling in Chicago, his hometown. Uh, I think that would be fantastic. GCW. I, yes. I don't. I don't want to pull that AEW trigger. Nah, he doesn't I need don't. to be there. Uh, but I would love to see him in uh, in Impact in the X division. I think he'd be uh, well. I would love there. to see him in Japan. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I would love to see him in Japan, even if he's in New Japan Strong. I would love to see him there as well. I would absolutely love that. Yeah, and that's another thing as well. I've been a big fan of Mustafa Ali, especially when I got introduced to him in the Cruiserweight Classic. And then I educated myself. I went more into the indie scene for him. And he can work. Yeah. Um, Mustafa Ali is a very underrated worker in this time and day and age in professional wrestling. Um, Another big thing as well, coming out of Mustafa Ali... Uh, his release does this now have a domino effect where he now starts this waterfall sequence for everybody else do we potentially see the underutilized talent like drew gulak who's just been reduced Mm. to the 24 7 title belt so we see him eventually uh, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to cut you off there because he requested release he was not granted released Mm-hmm. So, that doesn't mean they're actually going to get rid of him. They can make him sit out his contract. We okay. saw it happen. We saw it happen to Luke Harper, Brody yep. Lee, uh, where he asked for his release and then wasn't released for another what eight months because they added on time that he was away from his injury. They can do the exact same thing for Ali. Um, and as far as Gulak goes, I would love to see Gulak in Impact because I think he'd be fantastic there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have said Ring of Honor, but Ring of Honor is taking a break until April. Um, but, you know, you you, it sucks because you can't even say like, oh, well, they're not using me anymore. Uh, put me back down in NXT. You can't even say NXT is poop now. Exactly. You can't even say that anymore because look at what it did for Tyler Breeze. Look at what it did for Fandango, you know, sending them back down to NXT. It revitalized their career. In Valor. Yeah, Finn Balor, perfect example. And now he's back on the main roster doing what? Exactly. 
So, you know, it, it, could create, show. <laughs> it could create a waterfall effect, but once again, you can request your release. That's fine. They have to actually grant it for it to make a difference. Correct. Um, segueing from that, um, right into Monday Night Raw, we've seen a little bit of a shakeup this week. Not your predict- your typical predicted like we thought last week. Um, I'm just going to jump right into it. The uh Ooh, rk bro before, with before we before we touch about that uh in the chat which if you guys are listening to the audio version here on pushstartmedianetwork.com or on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from we do do this show live every sunday uh over on twitch.tv forward slash shut up danny ttv that's me uh, and uh we have ricochet as a comment in there i don't think ricochet asked for release simply because they just gave him new music yeah, and he kind of has oh. a little bit of a push on SmackDown right now. So, so. that 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 threw me off a little bit because like when they, um, when they did that, I'm like, wait, what are they doing? What? That's a good sign though. That means they could be getting away from that stale gimmick they were trying to force on him. Yeah, I mean, it's still the whole one and only thing. He still has a stupid bullet in the intro. Yeah, but like, it feels like he has character now. You know? I agree with you. Uh, but yes, as you were raw. Um, yes, yeah, so we kicked it off. Um, we saw new tag team champions crowned as the Alpha Academy defeated RK Bro, which I'm that shocked me. You, I thought Riddle was going to take the pin, but Orton took the pin. Oh yeah, thoughts on that? Uh, so I personally didn't think that a title change was happening until the Rumble. Um. We, t- we talked about this actually uh, yesterday in a private conversation, Danny. Uh, but, you know, now with Alpha Academy winning the belts, mm-hmm. I think it sets up for a Rumble rematch where they once again go under, uh, leading to, you know, th- let's be real. This is all leading up to a WrestleMania match. You this know? is. Um, so I, I don't hate it. I think it's, it's a feel-good story being the fact that Otis and uh, Gable are friends in real life. Mm-hmm. I, I love seeing that, even though, you know, WWE hates tag teams and friendships, so they're going to break up eventually. Um, but yeah, I, I think it I think it's nice. And I, I want to see where they go with it, because now Orton taking the pin, you can't you can't blame it on Riddle. Like how we all thought it would happen would be, you know, Riddle's been losing and losing and losing. Orton loses the belts because of Riddle. He's the weak link. Let's take him out. Like it's it's an interesting dynamic now. I want to see what they do next week. And it can also build to if they're eventually leading to a feud between Riddle and Randy. He can be like the the whole reason why we started getting rocky was when you took that L, the Alpha Alpha Academy. Mm-hmm. So that's why we're here. Absolutely, and um, I feel like now they sowed the seeds for it, and yeah. now it's just time to water it. Let that thing fester. Let it grow. Let it become what you're trying to make it be. So when it comes time to it, it blossoms into this perfect entity for what the fans are going to want to see, which is going to be that eventual blow-off payoff match between Riddle and Randy. Agreed. Uh, moving forward, um, on top of that as well, we also saw the... Uh, promo between Brock Lesnar and number one contender Bobby Lashley where Brock hit him with how can you be Brock Lesnar when you're just a Brock Lesnar copycat wannabe you know and Bobby didn't take too kind of that like you saw like oh you going there now so now who's 
who's who? Is Brock being the baby? Is he the oh, heel yeah. in the situation? Brock's the baby. Brock, Brock is, Brock's been baby Brock since he became back as Farmer Brock. Yeah, Farmer Brock is a baby. Um, so I just want to I just want to say this: Can we please stop bringing the Hurt Business back together just to break them up? So dumb. Can that we, was such a good faction. Why did you mess with it? It was such twice, a good twice. Faction. They did it twice. Again, like what we said, Ben Tate's factions. He no, Ben Tate's tag teams. He loves factions. For some reason, he doesn't understand that a tag team is part of a faction. A faction has to be at least three people. I don't understand why Vince McMahon does these things. You know what? I blame, Kevin Dunn. I blame Kevin Dunn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I blame, all blame his, Kevin Dunn. His teeth are somewhere in the mix. <laughs> the infamous teeth. Uh, real quick in the chat, at least they're doing something within a tag division, seeing that the only... They only have one women's tag team and need to use the Bellas to even make their women's tag team relevant. Tag teams, I can't wait to get to the NXT discussion. Who, who is the tag team? Apparently, Carmella and that's no. They're Selena. the tag team champions. They're not the tag team. There is no women's tag teams. The fact that they even brought them the belts in now, like oh, looking no. back at it, it was a bad idea. Yeah, like terrible. I understand where you were going with it, but now it's just it's it's just a waste. Um, I don't know what they're doing, man. They're floundering. They absolutely are. Um, next up, top of that as well, uh, right into the main event, um, the triple threat number one contendership match: Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Dewdrop winner faces Becky Lynch at the Rumble. We all predicted it was going to be Liv Morgan and or Bianca Belair, and we all got hit with a swerve. Yeah, big time swerve. Um, it's. I can't even say it's a pleasant surprise. It's just a shock. Like, I don't know. Nonsensical like, what is, booking. What is it? What does it do? Like, Dewdrop <laughs> had nothing. Like, there's there's been no momentum built for her to be in that number one contender spot. There, so, <sighs> there had to because every match that she's been on since Eva Marie has been departed, she's lost. Hmm. How how is that building momentum? You lose every single match, and then you're automatically inserted into the number one contendership match. And now WWE you're going to be the number one contender for the match. It makes no sense. And yes, you hashtag said, WWE booking. Hashtag like, WWE booking. Like honestly, at this point, Dana Brooke was a better number one contender because hey, she's the twenty four seven champion. I can't believe I said that out loud. I, I think you're gonna have to like wash your mouth out with that one. I think that left a bad taste in your mouth. I can see it in your face right now. But, like, at least Dana Brooke would be more credible as a contender. And she's a great wrestler. I love Dana Brooke. I, I don't know if I'd go that far. She is. <laughs> she doesn't get any minutes. <laughs> I don't. Because she hurts herself on pre-shows. <laughs> <sighs> They're placing Dewdrop into that Nia Jax role. as a No, because Nia Jax hurt people. Dewdrop yeah, Nia Jax is a, she's a habitual herder. Whole <laughs> habitual herder. <laughs> Cannot with you. Um, <laughs> segueing out of Monday Night Raw over into NXT, the show opened up with the new NXT champion Braun Breaker Listen, calling out the entire roster, saying, "Who is going to step up?" Who cares about Braun Breaker? The most important thing right now on NXT right now. Listen, okay. Wendy Chu is up best. A little bit more for me. Wendy oh Chu God. is best for business. Is all right. The, is that the chick who's always sleeping? The sleepy chick. Oh, Yo, no, she's no, fire. No, Wendy Chu no. is so fire. 
It is the best. I wanted. I wanted so badly to hate it. I wanted so badly to think it was shitty. But then when I saw her get in the ring, I was like, "It's so good. This is fire. It's so good for no reason." Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, when wasn't Wendy Chu? Uh, Mei Ying. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, dude. Okay, that's what I thought. I saw a Twitter feed earlier today where people were like showing uh, promos from backstage from back in the day mm-hmm. when Wendy was just back on the couch ominously sleeping while other people were cutting promos. Like I, they've been okay, building up I for this character that, yeah. for a while. I was like, what? How did I miss this? Again, like it's it, one of those like finer detail things that if you're not if you're not like being like dead yeah. on, you never it, it, notice it's it. It's again, it's one of those things like they subtly drop something there, and we're all just like, "What the hell is this about?" But now everybody's clamoring about it. Me personally, Dude. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. I why? I wanted to hate it so bad. I wanted I to hate it so bad. I, but I, I do exactly hate that. It. I do hate it. This is the so, only promotion where this could work. Oh, and, absolutely, absolutely. And, because it, NXT is no longer the NXT we loved. It's mm-hmm. it's sports entertainment. So like, now like let me the rest of the now game. are they gonna start selling Tumblr cups and like Yes, uh, absolutely and, PJs and, and full body pillows onesies. full body pillows onesies. Oh, I would I, buy it. I would yeah, buy full body pillows too. Bro, let me tell you as soon as I saw it, like my brain was like this as soon as she walked out, I was like, this is gonna hit. I was like this is about to hit so hard. I haven't even seen her wrestle a minute but this is about to hit so hard. And as soon as she got in the ring, I was like, I knew it. I knew this was going to hit. All right. That's the first, that one was the very first time I've ever got off camera on, 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 on call with this. I thought honestly, it was going to be Ryan with his Grayson Waller. Oh, I I, I love this dude. This dude doing his job. No, I, he is a fucking generic create a wrestler gone wrong. He is. He wears box. He wears boxer remember, shorts. Do you remember Jacob Cass from like WWE Eleven? Yes. Austin Aries, the voice of who is Austin Aries. Uh, thanks for that trivia. But yeah, like it's 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 Jacob Cass. That's who it is. Like you just you just went into the creator wrestler. You said, Johnny "Hey, Jericho. this is who this is who I'm going to use for my uh, my uh, character guy," and uh, we'll see how it goes. No, it. It's it's rem- remember the Smack- the SmackDown versus Raw commercial where the kid comes into the kitchen in the morning and the mom's like, "Who's this? Oh, that's my guy. I just created. Oh, we got a tag match later. Okay, then who's that? That's literally what I see with NXT right now. Is yeah. that commercial brought to life? Vince yep. probably saw it. Somebody airing it and be like, "We're gonna do this." Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. The only thing good. The only thing good with NXT right now is Carmelo Hayes. I want a Braun Breaker onesie pajama. I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what it, it'd just be. Scott Steiner, like you just get like Scott Steiner chainmail. That that's, uh. that's oh lord. Um, also, as well with NXT, as well they have have announced officially the Dusty Tag Team Classic Tournament. Here are uh. your com- here are your competitors in it. On the left side of the bracket, we have the throw away the whole right side of the bracket. By the way, <laughs> we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. On the left hand side of the bracket, we have the defending Dusty Classic champions, MSK of Nash Carter and Wesley. 
taking on jacket time of Eero Jackman. Uh, Eero Jackman. Throw, and, throw away that uh, entry I too. Hate that name. Throw that entry I, away too. And that sounds Kushida. like something you would do in high school. Why are they so doing my man Kushida like this? Jacket time. Gross. Why are they doing Kushida like this? It's hurting my feelings. They are. Um, I because definitely he's see a real em- wrestler. Kushida's my sensei. Like what the hell? <laughs> MS, MSK over. Guaranteed. MSK over. Yeah, absolutely. It's not even close. Um, the next match they have is Malik Blade and Idris Anofe taking on Legado del Fantasma. Who? Exactly. The guys it's that just the guys that just went over because uh, you know my boy was a little bit too angry. <laughs> I got Legato at that one. Of uh, course. So we'll get a rematch between MSK and Legato. On the right Bro, side of it, throw away the whole right side of the bracket except for a grizzled young veterans. Yes. We got Grizzled Young Veterans taking on Andre Ch- Andre Chase and Bodie Hayward. Uh, Bodie. 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 Okay. Bodie Hayward. That's the guy that got beat up from the crowd, the long blonde haired guy that looks like Griff. What's his name? Oh, oh great. Griff Garrison. Griff Garrison. Looks like Who Griff Garrison's f- doppelganger. Griff Garrison. That's the. <laughs> Papers! Doppelganger. Bodie's doppelganger. <laughs> it's Bodie's doppel. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Danny. Danny, give me your head. Yep. That was a teachable moment for everyone out there in the chat. That was Ugh. definitely a teachable moment. I felt that all the way over here. How did he hit me that hard? Dude. Anyway. Just, just throw away the whole right side of the bracket, man. Just give it to Grizzle Young Vets and let them fight whoever comes on the left side. And then last but not least, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen. Uh, Honestly, the Creed Brothers. That's probably my right-sided pick because I enjoy Josh Briggs. I don't enjoy him in NXT, but like I enjoy him in general. I don't. I don't know. Team is poop. I don't agree with. I. I mean, I don't disagree with that. Rather, it's anytime I think of that tag team name, I think of the what is it? Is it a country music group? Brooks and Dunn. Yeah, is that yes. what it is. That's what I think of. Oh, That's what man. I think of. This whole dusty cuff is just disrespectful. Just give it to MSK and let's get out of here. I'm honestly shocked that it still exists. Yeah, there's I, there's I, no reason to have it with the lack of tag team tag teams they have. Well, I just mean it being called the Dusty Cup. I'm, sh- I'm oh, shocked yeah. at this point. True indeed. True indeed. That's the next thing to go. Yep. Like <laughs> swerve, swerve at the Dusty Cup. They changed the trophy into something else. It's the it's the Vincent it's the, it's J, the it's the Vincent J McMahon Cup. Mm-hmm. Vince yep. names it after his dad. Sounds about right. All right, and then in your main event, you had from Monday Night Raw AJ Styles defeating Grayson Waller, and then which we seen afterwards the return of LA Knight to now continue that feud <sighs> between Grayson Waller and uh, LA Knight. I don't know who I hate more, LA Knight or Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller. Oh, I need. They're uh, so bad. They're both. Okay, and Tommy, I hate that you brought this to my attention and I can't unsee it now, but he is he is the white rock. He really is. He really is. I he tries so, so hard. He tries so hard to like get that twang in his voice that the rock has when he speaks, and it just it's bad. Dummy. Yeah. And my man and my yeah. man had on Doc Martens or Clark's or something on his goddamn feet when he came out to the oh, ring. I don't know God. what he had on. Get on some, get on some wallabies. One hundred percent. I cannot stand that guy. 
Um, I'm, I'm telling you, he's gonna be he's gonna be gone soon. Please, like they're gonna they're gonna you. find they're gonna find a small niche to market him in, and then they're gonna like milk him dry, and that's it. And then he's I, gone. Honestly, that would be one of my highlights of 2022. Is him? Bye. Gone. Just, yeah. Shoot. Shoot. Just go to the NWA. Well, they yeah. You know, where you belong, buddy? You, like like just yeah. Leave. Right. Oh man. Uh, NWA morning, by the way. Segwaying <laughs> over from that to the. First show of AEW, uh, Dynamite. Uh, we kicked off. The Finally, show. some real wrestling. Oh, sorry. We'll, what? We'll, we'll, we'll let that one go. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna. We kicked it off with CM Punk versus Wardlow with MJF, uh, where we saw Punk defeat Wardlow with a small package after getting obliterated by Powerbomb Simpson. Say magnifico. It's the it little was... things. A beautifully done match. Uh, that match was storytelling one hundred and one. Was literally uh, Bret Hart versus Diesel. Yep. Like mo- slash Bret versus Bulldog. Yes, yeah, slash British Bulldog. Uh, but like down to the finish, like Punk getting whipped into the buckle chest first. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the setting up for the jackknife powerbomb. Turn into the small package. The, the fall down for it, like it was beautifully yep. done, beautifully, ble- uh, beautifully done. Uh, Punk did a great job putting that match together to put over Wardlow big. Um, yes, like honestly, finally someone has. Honestly, yes. this is the match that Wardlow needed to be seen as a legitimate main eventer. I love Wardlow, like, man. Yes, he lost the match, but he looked phenomenal, super strong. And they told, I say this all the time, CM Punk's specialty is telling his story while leaving more than enough room for the other individual to tell their story as well. 100%. Absolutely. And that, that's some, that's one of the biggest things. Like, I had a conversation with one of my other friends off off camera, not Stan Bino, by the way. Um, we were having a discussion. He was like, oh, well, I didn't like I didn't like how they did that. I was like, why? He's like, oh, it just doesn't feel like they did, did uh, Wardlow justice. He, Punk could have went under to him. No. Think about it. Wardlow is is dominating CM Punk to MJF's behalf. MJF was the one that told Wardlow to go for it again, and Punk, being the wily veteran he is, did the smallest thing that he could do. He isn't gonna make him tap out after getting. But this is this is the other like subtle that. nuance to that whole story. Is every opponent prior to that they were telling him, "All right, cut it short. Let's go. Let's get out of here." Yep. But with Punk, they were like, extend the Powerbomb Symphony. So Wardlow's like, y'all been telling me to like, yo, let's get up out of here for the last couple of weeks. Like, what's good? Right. Because Wardlow absolutely did try to end that match. And he was mm-hmm. told no again. Uh, so I'm actually going to post into the live chat uh, the side-by-side of the two matches. Uh, guys who are watching live in the chat, you guys can watch that at your own uh, discretion. Uh, everybody else, we can watch that later. Uh, yep. But yeah, like you will see the side by side comparison of that match, and it's it's just so beautifully done. And like you guys said, like the way Punk pushed Wardlow to be at his potential, at his peak, uh, is fantastic. And I'm so glad that that match happened. Like Wardlow didn't need to go over; he was over doing what he did. Exactly. Yep. You know? yep. Wardlow is definitely going to when he finally breaks away. And he's on his own. He is be going so to get a hell of a singles run where I could definitely see him in the main title picture. Not even just a TNT title. Yeah. I could see him taking the heavyweight belt 
and absolutely a nice run with it. Here, here's the fight I want to see. Miro and Wardlow. Oh, yes. Miro's on the way back, baby. Let's not forget. We've been seeing the vignette. I, I want to see Miro and Wardlow. That's two big men that can work, though. Not just power slam after power slam. That's two big guys that work. Yes, absolutely. Um, next match on the card we had was Dante Martin defeating Powerhouse Hobbs. Um, I Another one told story. I'm telling you right now. People are sleeping on both Dante Martin and both Powerhouse Hobbs. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Both of them are phenomenal Hobbs. talents. Absolutely. Where I feel like even now you can make a tag team out of Ricky Starks and Power Powerhouse Hobbs. There's another tag team for the division. You now we we see Jay Lethal get involved. Yeah, for sure. Dante Martin and for Jay sure. Lethal. I'm loving what I'm seeing with Ricky Starks, the banter between him and Jay Lethal, though. I oh love that they're just not like having him sit in the back. You know, they they're remaining to keep him active. Yeah, I I cannot wait to see them face off for the FTW title. I think that's going to be a fantastic match, and it'll be the first non-team Taz member to hold the FTW title if Lethal is successful. Which I don't see why he wouldn't be at that point. Um, and maybe it gets converted into I don't know the AEW Pure title or something. Ooh, yes. I mean, possibilities are there. It's it's going to be nice. It, it would also give us something else. You know, outside of you know the TNT title, mm-hmm. and your heavyweight title, and your tag titles, it gives another belt that's a legitimate belt. Yeah, we needed company. another men's belt, not another women's belt. We yes. didn't need that. Yeah, I 100% agree with you on that one, and we can touch on that a little bit later. Um, moving over to the next match, it was a really quick one, not really anything to talk about there. But Serena Deeb defeating uh, Hikaru Shida. <laughs> it is what it is at that point. Let's just let's you just know how we feel about Hikaru Shida. <laughs> But I will say this though, I am waiting for the next. I'm waiting for the interaction between Deeb and Punk to happen like backstage. That's the only thing I I'm like waiting Deeb. for. I like Deeb. Deeb can. Deeb has potential. It's just I can tell that she's having a hard time breaking out of her vocal shell. Anytime you get her near near a mic, it's just like she's trying. She's giving it a good effort, but it's like it's having a hard time coming out of there. Correct. Yeah, that's that's one thing that she's always struggled with in her entire career. Uh, she's always been a fantastic wrestler. Like nothing could ever take away from her her technical ability and sure. just like her wrestling ability in general. But like character wise stuff, not great. Like you saw it back, you know, years years ago uh, with the Straight Edge Society. She was not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're seeing it here now, but of course there is more of a, a focus on her wrestling ability. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. It is. Um, next we seen uh, Penta El Cero Miedo with Alex Abrahentes with no Ray Phoenix due to the fact that obviously we saw what happened to him prior with the whole table bump with uh, <clears throat> Luchasaurus and everything. God, I st- I still cannot believe that that was just a dislocation and it was not something bro- it was not broken all the way. I'm going to go out there and just let it be known right now. Uh, the Lucha Bros are the best tag team separate. I do not disagree. Um, Those mofos can work. Yeah. I remember when Penta was hurt and Ray Phoenix and Kenny Omega had that match. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel like the same thing is going to happen to Pentagon. He's going to get a ton of opportunity, have a bunch of really solid matches with folks, and I'm here for all of it. 
But here's because here's the thing: before before we even knew that Ray and Penta were brothers, because mm-hmm. that wasn't something that they disclosed previously until they started teaming together. Uh, you look at Lucha Underground. Yes, that's <laughs> where I was going. They were they were perfect on their own, never intersecting really you know, mm-hmm. as a tag team. And then it comes out, you know, before Lucha Underground closes that. Oh yeah, by the way, the Lucha Brothers are actual brothers. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, this explains so much because they're right. so like they're great together, but you watch their matches separately and they are night and day. They are two different styles that just yep. gel. It's, and it's great. It's absolutely beautiful to see them. And I love that, you know, we can go back to, you know, with Lucha Underground and everything, because that's where that's how I got introduced I to them Lucha. at first was Same. from Lucha Underground. Pentagon Dark, baby. Yes, yeah, from, Pentagon that's Dark. where I got introduced to Phoenix. I knew about Pentagon Jr., before he became Pentagon Dark and all that other shit. Um, oh, you're going to have to censor that. Uh, um, nope, we're letting it rock. Nope, it, but, it, it's yeah. Freeform Sunday here. Freeform <laughs> Sunday. We don't want to get sued. Sorry, Disney. <laughs> yeah. Tommy always making sure he's oh, holding us down. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> after- Arn Anderson has a surprise toolie that'll come in handy later. <laughs> Let's get a <laughs> yep. that's it you know what y'all going down (laughs) Uh, after the match we've seen the appearance of malachi black and then with everybody Mm -hmm. being there uh from the varsity blondes and pentagon out with the lights and inserts brody king and now you have the knights of the of the house of black in the building here for it. I'm here for hey. the current PWG champions. Let's Brody let's Alistair Black. Let's now, um not let's not exclude the fact that uh Pac is gonna be in there. Oh, 100 percent You think you think you think Pac is gonna be a part of the house? That vignette did you see the promo? Was it was like so, what so good and so haunting. I never heard this dude talk. Haunting. You've never and heard Pac he, talk before that? Not not like that. Like oh, I never heard yeah. him say like two sentences, and I was just like So like I didn't realize how good Pac was on the mic until he was doing the King of the Cruiserweights gimmick yeah. uh, as Neville. And I'm like, where has this guy been? Yo, he's fantastic the on the mic. I had no clue. Mm-hmm. Like, heel pack is the best version of pack. And, like, whatever that was, oh, man. My that's God. House of Black. That's House of Black right there, baby. So, oh, now, yeah. here's here's my next question. Because right. it's, it's kind of parallel to it. We saw Pac lose his sight completely due oh. to the mist, right? Mm-hmm. Julia Hart has come back <gasps> wearing a singular eye patch. Do you think that she's uh she's like an insurgent from the House I, of Black? I absolutely think that they're gonna pull the whole uh the mist as well as blinding has some it kind of mind you? control thing. Yeah, like it alters your reality. Oh, you're blowing his mind right now. I'm dude. gonna be completely honest. I hope to God this is I, real. <laughs> I've talked with my wife about this when we've watched a couple of like AEW dark matches. Yeah. Um Julia Hart is absolutely awful. Yeah, she's she can, terrible. She cannot play a baby face, right? Mm-mm. But as a heel, and this comes from years of wrestling experience, as a heel, you don't really have to sell. It is not up to you to sell. Right. It's up to you to destroy and mm-hmm. then make the baby face fight back. Maybe her being a heel is what gets her career on track. I like where you're going with this. Do that 
is through a House of Black angle, like what they're doing. I like where you're going with this. To coin uh, Stambino there. Yes, bro. Yes. I, I'm all for it right now, bro. Yo, that's amazing. Like, no, no. I didn't even think about that because you're absolutely right. Because she had been hurt by the mist weeks before that. And now she's starting almost, to wear the Almost pack. like two months ago. Dude. So... And like they had her off TV for a while, too. Let's go. Okay, yes. I'm here for that. We're, we're here for that. <laughs> Take my money right now. Also, following that after the arrival of the House of Black, uh, we segue next over to another tag team match. Uh, Bear Country took on the Acclaim, where the Acclaim stood tall and, you know, building. Yeah, they the, should. At building Max, up the Acclaimed. Max uh, Caster is incredible. I'm going to be Max Caster following, and I'm freestyling on everybody I see. I'm holding Great. you to that. You better come on. If we I'm have, doing if that. we do a Halloween episode, I better see that. Don't, I'm gonna have don't call pink, me for I'm gonna have pink tights on. Don't call me for bail. I am with it. <laughs> I'm freestyling on everybody. They're gonna be like, who is this one? Instead of, instead of the platinum logo, it's just gonna be a CMD logo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm gonna be just walking in everyone's house. Listen. Yo. <laughs> I will definitely say this right now. I am 100% sold and I will forever be on the ship of the acclaimed because yeah, they're great the entrance gets you hooked. The moment that you hear that alarm go off, the crowd is ready and they're waiting for what Dude, Max Caster. The is intensity of Bowens too. Let's not like overshadow that. Yo, Bowens be like, oh, yo, he be having you they cornered, bro. Have a ride. His, it's his eyes, his eyes. When he says that they're just, <laughs> Yo, I just feel every I just feel that when he says I'm like, yo, Bones is a star, bro. Stop playing. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm glad they put them together. Like yeah, they're great. Have two singles guys. They're like, great. Realizing that hey, they went to the same school. They know each other. They've traveled together. Let's put them as a team. We they're like great. tag teams here. Thank you. Beautiful laundry list of tag teams there. Absolutely. And then in your main event for the interim AEW TNT championship, we saw Sammy Guevara <sighs> defeats What's, Daniel Garcia. I just want to know what your guys' thoughts are on this interim. Like, what's the purpose of this interim TNT so, title? What is this doing? So, Cody contracted COVID. Okay. Um, and instead of having the belt be vacated, which I absolutely agree with, the, the belt should not be vacated because that's just going to create more hitches, uh, create that in- interim title so that the TNT title is still being defended every week because it is a television title um, and it should be defended every week. Um, so it's a way to keep the belt relevant and a way to continue the storyline because with Guevara winning it, like Guevara was going to get his rematch down the line anyway, you know? Yeah. So now it just sets up for that that match just as a undisputed title match, which is great. Um, it's just, I, I don't. Just do me a I favor. Like, I like Sammy Guevara. Just do me a favor. Don't drag it out to revolution. No, don't, beach break. Beach don't, break. Dra- just don't drag beach it out break. two months and beach break in 10 days. Wrap it off there. Have it yeah. there. Be done with it. There it is. Um, I, Again, because you guys have seen his work more. Again, I've educated myself. I opened that book. I am behind Daniel Garcia. Yes. Like, honestly, he had a hell of a showing. And 
if this was a test to see if he was ready to be at a higher level in well, AEW, he, he absolutely mm-hmm. passed. Flying colors. Absolutely passed. Because Sammy's one of our most trusted stars. Yeah. Like, if you can just, work one of the pillars, you can work. Absolutely. Hey, uh, Tommy, can you do me a favor real quick uh, with the live chat? Oh, I got gotcha. you. Um, got something going on there. Don't need that there for anybody. Uh, and then also as well, before we segue over into Rampage, one last thing. The best friends, Red Dragon, Bucks, Adam Cole segment, which we saw now for the first time ever, the meeting and joining together of Adam Cole, baby, and the doctor herself, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And we get a mixed tag team match on next week between Orange Cassidy and Chris Dantlander. Yo, mixed tag match violence. I'm here for that. I'm here for the mixed tag violence. I love mixed tag matches. Ooh, that's gonna be a heater. Touch on that anymore. Um, depending on when you listen to this. Um, yesterday, yes, I saw an article, a statement made by the WWE, Mm -hmm. stating that the was it Street Fight Hardcore match, whatever it was. Yep. Um, between uh. Ty J and Penelope Ford and the Bunny, yeah. Was disgusting. Was, uh, why would you put something so gory on there disfiguring these women? Becky and they Lynch? Called, they called AEW uh, disgusting for that. I'm, what, are, what are your thoughts on that? Since Okay, I'm, I'm going to get mine out of here because I'm going to start. I'm, Art Anderson, you know, we got the picture. You got the picture of him on your screen right there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and load the gun and I'm shooting from the hip here. It's professional wrestling. This isn't ballet. What you guys are doing is sports entertaining. What they're doing is wrestling for the fans. They are giving the fans what they want to see. Yeah, we don't need to have GCW style death matches on TV every week. It's for the big blowoffs for their feud. Yeah, okay. If they didn't want to do it, they didn't have to agree to it. But they probably came to Tony Khan themselves and said, hey. I don't see anything wrong with that match. We want to have this happen. And he says, hey, if you guys want this to happen, by all means, go ahead. I'm giving you that right to do so. I'm not going to tell you no, but I will say what I don't like about this and what I like about this. Ultimately, it's your choice. If that's because if, if the WWE has such an issue with it, then you why is it under your skin that much that you are going to go ahead and set up a, a, a statement about it like that? Let me uh, let me read the article. Uh, the Toronto Star recently put out an article taking a look at the ongoing competition between the WWE and AEW, with the story showing how close the two promotions are and the key demographics between TSN and Sportsnet 360 in Canada. WWE directly contributed to the story by taking a shot at their rival and criticizing a recent match that took place on AEW Rampage. The match in question was the tag team street fight between Tay Conti, Anna Jay, the Bunny, and Penelope Ford from the December 31st edition of Rampage, which ended with all four competitors getting busted open. Uh, the WWE writes, If you look at the gory self-mutilation that bloodied several women in the December 31st event on TNT, it quickly becomes clear that these are very different businesses. We had an edgier product in the Attitude Era, and in 2022, we don't believe that that type of dangerous and brutal display is appealing to network partners, sponsors, venues, children, or the general public as a whole. Children, that's the key word. 
Uh, AEW president Tony Khan was also interviewed for the article. While he did not comment on WWE's criticism, he did explain why he believes AEW has closed the gap. Uh, Tony Khan is quoted as saying, the plan was to put on the best wrestling show on television. When we started, we had a great roster and a lot of great people, uh, but there is more parity in the world of wrestling in terms of where people were signed. Did I expect that we would be competitive with the company that has been number one in many of those metrics? Yeah, I did. And it's gratifying that we have been. So Tony Khan kind of dismissed the WWE statement, but for the WWE to sit there and state that it was uh, gory self-mutilation, like... That, that says a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> reach. Let's just go ahead and... Uh, it was a little bit of a reach. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was a reach, buddy. It was just uh, taking any opportunity they can to, um, you know, take a shot. That's what it seemed like to me. My thing is, like, it was the... Match was great. the it, it, it told the story to end the feud between... And I don't think I don't think one of them was busted open. By the way, no, it was Anna J. Anna J. was busted, busted open. open. Uh, Penelope Ford, Penelope Ford, the Bunny, and uh, Conti were the only ones that shared color. Uh, Anna didn't. I loved it. But mm-hmm. that moon saw it through the table. That when it didn't break, I liked it better because it didn't break. And thankfully, <laughs> they didn't go back to just keep trying to break it like what happened Dude, at a live so show good. at WWE with Charlotte and Becky. Oh, Moonsault doesn't work. Okay, just gotta fight. Not only nope. forget a live show. Pay, talk, let's talk about pay per view between Sasha nope. and Charlotte. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What was that? Was that I was gonna say Evol- What was uh? Was it Evolution? No, Evolution was uh Charlotte versus Becky when Becky power bombed her off the apron through the table for the finish. But didn't the table not break? No, no, or no. It did. Match? It, well, it broke. broke but it, the it one didn't that didn't break shatter. was the one in Hell in a Cell with between Sasha okay. and uh. Sasha yeah, and they and went Becky. for the spot three times. Didn't break either time. Yeah. Hey, man, you got to stay on that schedule. We got to hit spot, 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 spot. You can't improvise. What's wrong with you? There's a script. <laughs> no, they, they only did it because they were trying to make sure they hit that four-hour marker on their pay-per-view. Anyways, uh, right. cy- cycling over to uh, Rampage, uh, because of that following segment with uh, Adam Cole, Red Dragon, the Bucks, and everything, it now is a set up a singles match between Trent Beretta and Adam Cole on Rampage, where Baby. guys... Great match. Trent. Trent has always been a goddamn workhorse. Like, since he left the WWE, he went to great Japan. Shape. Like, oh my God. He's in the best shape of his career. Uh, I don't believe I'm actually going to say this. I agree with Jim Cornette. Uh, I think him shaving his head Mouthwash yourself there. was, like, the worst thing he could have done. But, like, he still looked great. Yeah. I definitely like Beretta with hair. Oh, yeah. Trent Moretta, when he came back from his injury, he looked, he came off the kind of field that Moxley did when he returned to WWE. Like, he just came back head shaved, all jacked up, and everything. I'm like, okay, it looked did like you, did you the blade light. Cow before you walked in? <laughs> no, he was at Grapplers Anonymous in Buffalo. That's where he was. <laughs> oh, man, just speaking, of, just... Uh, speaking of free ad, uh, yes. they're hosting a uh, Blade seminar soon. Uh, so if anybody is interested and you're in the Buffalo, New York area and you want to check out Grapplers Anonymous, check them out on Facebook. Uh, there is a Blade seminar happening. Blade being, you know, half of the butcher and the blade from AEW. Uh, so, yeah, go check it out. January 30th, January 30th. I'll be there Sunday, January 30th. We should say. Sorry, Mark, I won't be here. 
That's okay. <laughs> I go ahead and uh, go take a few bumps, man. You uh you uh you said you want to do it one time, so go ahead. Go and get that uh get that feeling for you. Um after that, uh we saw which the fi- the f- finish of the match was Adam Cole after a bunch of distractions hitting the low blow on Trent to hit up the boom for the finish. Um now setting up momentum for Adam Cole going into Wednesday's match. Uh, Dynamite with the tag match. Uh, segueing out of that, we saw the next match, which was Andrew Everett taking on the chairman, Sean Spears, with Wardlow. I wasn't a fan of how short that match was. and I think Wardlow looks great. Yeah, Wardlow did look great. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. uh, and I say that only because uh, I know how good uh, Andrew Everett is. If you guys watched Impact, oh, yeah. he's on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys have watched PWG. Yep. Uh, he is that boy can fly. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm glad he got a little bit of shine and Sean Spears story work after the match was fantastic. A great like, promo. It, it was a great promo. Wardlow did his job in there and showing the, the disdain he had for everything that was being said. And it was just like, yeah, good job. Like, yeah, I, I get it. It, it was a decent match for what it was. It was a decent match. I just, I just wish it went a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely need to like let some of these matches go a little bit. You could tell someone else's that. match ran into their time. Yep, I was the one match that could be cut. Opening contest, just yep. a little bit too far. But regardless, um, after that we saw the six women's tag team match between Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, and the Bunny versus Red Velvet, Legit Layla Hirsch, and Chris Statlander, where we saw the Bunny roll up Layla Hirsch for the victory because of dissension between Chris Statlander and Layla Hirsch. Not enough red velvet in that match. That's all I'm going to say. Turn Layla Hirsch heel. I was about to say, I wasn't the only one who caught that. Did anybody else notice that red velvet's time in the ring was like very... Yeah, I don't like when they be cutting red velvet time. Don't cut my red velvet time, all right? (laughs) Red velvet needs to work. I I love red velvet. Like, she's a good worker. I think she needs more TV time. So, like, when she gets those segments, I get all hype, and then she was in the ring for, like, 48 seconds. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, and then in your main event, in another but, solid... But before we go away from that, though, are we even interested in the Layla Hirsch feud with Chris Statlander? Like, is does that have any, like, interest? I'm going to be honest? honest. I feel like they've been burying... Uh, they, like, they're not doing a good job of pushing Chris Statlander like they were before. Yeah, There's... she's definitely fallen off since she lost to Brit. But also, I don't know if I care enough about Layla Hirsch at this point, because they started off building her, building her very strong, but it's one of those things where there's four shows, you know, two YouTube shows, two TV shows, and you keep pushing the same people on these four shows. Mm -hmm. I, you can, you can use the YouTube to build the lower talent. Yeah. People watch those YouTube shows. They have high viewership. I'm like, one of them. Every Monday. Like, I watch Monday. it every week. <laughs> I literally don't understand why they're not like and, and that's the thing. They're dark matches. They're dark matches. They're literally matches taped before the show goes live. So you have your big stars all ready to go. They're there. Just put the lower level talent on dark, on elevation. Build them up there so that they're ready for TV. If they get hurt, put them on dark and elevation and yeah. build them back up so they get comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. Simple. I, I just. I don't. Simple math. That's the one. That's the one complaint I can have about AEW's booking is it doesn't make any sense as far as the consistency of how they book the shows. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, another thing as well. Um, before we we'll jump into the main event, real quick, you do like we we see certain superstars that we see on dark and elevation. They get pushed to the to the main show, Rampage or Dynamite. And then they're right back on dark the next week. And, you know, after they've had an impressive showing, they claimed as one of them. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs is one of them. Dante Martin is another one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, we see, we usually see, we see those guys a lot on the dark shows, but you're not showcasing them on the main shows when you know they can work. You can mm-hmm. find a little bit of area for them. Even if you just like say, hey, guys, I know you guys work together here in dark. You guys had a great match here. Run it back on Wednesday for us. You know, give that main crowd. Let them see you guys do that shit again. You know what I mean? Um, I'm with that. I think the only one they consistently do that for is Dante. Dante, yeah. Like, like out of the out of the ones you named just now, like Dante is the only one that is consistently on Dark and Elevation, and then on you know Rampage and Dynamite. Like, it's I don't know. They're not showing. They're not showing my boy, my boy Powerhouse Hobbs any love, man. I'm a big powerhouse Hobbs fan. Uh, but And then real quick, uh, like you said, with the Layla Hirsch, uh, Chris Statlander thing, they have Statlander in two feuds. Layla yeah. Hirsch and now with against Dr. Burbaker and uh, Cole. I Look, at this point, I don't care about the Layla Hirsch feud. She's already in one that I'm caring about more than that. Agreed. So, I Let Layla that. Hirsch and Red Velvet fight. That's what they should have been building. Yeah. Let's do that one. Let her, go, let her and Red Velvet go after it and say, like, like what Tommy just said, turn Red Velvet heel and no, then let Layla. her turn Layla after each, like all the babyface women to pull out like your top bit and topper babyfacers like, you know, your Statlander, your Riho, your Ruby Soho. There's stuff like there's that. no reason why Layla Hirsch can't be AEW's version of Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she I say that, I say that completely like non sarcastically. No, she you're has, right. She has a grappling ability. She has a charisma. She has all the God-given talent in the world, and she's like, like her nickname says, she is legitimate. Like she is legit. Like let her loose, build her up, and let her loose. And she's built like a brick shit house too. Like she really is. Like she's so tiny, but she's like yeah, all shoulders. She's, word. She's just like she, I just see her suplexing everybody. Just let it happen. Uh, let it happen. Real quick in the chat, uh, which you guys again, we do broadcast this live every Sunday at twitch.tv forward slash shutupdanny underscore ttv before the audio version is released later on this week. Um, in the chat, we have, you also have another women's title at, as well that you could use to help to build challengers for Dr. Britt Baker, which... You know, like the 100%. way a secondary title is supposed to do. That's what the Intercontinental title uh, used to be back in the day for the WWE. That's mm-hmm. what the TNT title has been for AEW. Hopefully, they decide to use this properly, the TBS title, use it properly for that same situation. Don't just stick, you know, the undercarters in that division and just go, have fun. 100 mm-hmm. we will get a shot eventually. And in the main event, we saw Jurassic Express defend the AEW Tag Team titles against Dark Orders, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. I... I can't. I, I don't have nothing negative to say about this match. I didn't know Jungle Boy was Luke Perry's son. You didn't. You know didn't that? know that? No, I didn't know that until like three days ago. 
So you never heard uh, Jr. just randomly go? Oh, Danny go. Danny's gone. So you never heard Jr. randomly go Jungle Boy Jack Perry? Well, yeah, I know that, but that doesn't mean that it's gonna uh, like, connect to Luke Perry. I just assumed it's him. I just assumed it was the name Jack Perry, and then I saw. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the random way I found out. I was watching nine hundred two one zero. No, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching extremely rare appearances of. AEW superstars on WWE television, mm. and it was it was book Luke. Oh uh, yes, it was book culture. Okay, I love book yeah. culture. It was uh Luke Perry was in the front row of Royal Rumble, I believe it was or WrestleMania, and uh, Jungle Boy was yeah, yeah Jungle yeah. Boy and his other son were both sitting front row with him. And, I was like, what? yeah, Luke Perry was. A and then when I googled it and I looked at both their faces, I was like, oh, he has his he took his face and just threw it on his own face. <laughs> Like they have the same face. <laughs> in that, like, uh, in that match, I have nothing negative to say. All four men, great match, on a solid performance. Um, nobody got their arm bent. <laughs> Jungle Boy is great, by the way. He's yes. amazing in the ring. Like yes. Jungle Boy Jack Perry, absolutely <laughs> great. He's fucking phenomenal. One of the four pillars of uh, deservingly so, deservingly so. I would definitely love to see another rematch between these two with John Silver and uh, Alex Reynolds going. Johnny Hungy? Yes. I absolutely enjoy Johnny Hungy. He's hilarious. He's funny on BTE. He's great in the ring. He's funny in his interviews. Like, he just got, he's one of those guys that doesn't mind making fun of himself to get a reaction. And that's the perfect person, kind of person to be in wrestling. Absolutely. Like, you have to be, like, we're already, like, as a wrestler, we're already half-naked wrestling, you know, other half-naked people for money. It doesn't Mm -hmm. get any weirder than that. Like, just just let it go. You don't gotta be so serious. And and the funny thing is, is, like, it's in, like, we have, like, this ability where, you know, um, he said, we're performers already half-naked as it is, wrestling each other in front of people for money, either on a global aspect or in a little small towns. But, you know, it, it's something that with the circumstances around it, I feel like if down the line, you could definitely see like John Silver, uh, he, he could technically, you know, break away from dark order and go on a singles run for himself. Or yeah, like what, one of the things like I want to see 10 do, I would love to see Preston Vance lose his mask because that is a good looking dude and he needs yeah, to he does not mask. need to wear a mask. He's he's named ten, but like he's got the body and skills of like one hundred. Like I'm here for it. it yeah, like, I agree. He's, that he's man is chiseled out of stone. Uh, he definitely shouldn't be under rubber. <laughs> Going into SmackDown now, and one of the main reasons why we are here. A huge congratulations to the reigning, defending, universal champion, the tribal chief, the one himself, Roman Reigns, surpassing 504 days as universal champion since he came back mid-pandemic era in the WWE. And and since, you know, it is a Sunday and is not a pay-per-view night, uh, we can safely say uh, that as of this recording, it'll be 505 days. Yes. Because mm-hmm. uh, there's no way he can lose the belt. Correct. So Roman Reigns right now is the the guy 
of our generation of professional wrestling. Because I a thousand percent agree. Like, if you go back seventeen years ago, the guy that was the generation of SmackDown was JBL. Seventeen years later, that generation guy is Roman Reigns. Did you just say JBL? JBL was the longest reigning WWE champion in SmackDown oh, history. Okay, see, no. You said generation guy though. That kind of that kind of threw me yeah, off. That, that, <laughs> that's why that that kind of threw me off because even even oh. even with his long reign, if someone says, "Man." If someone's like 15 to 20 years ago, who are you thinking about as champion? JBL is one of the last out of 100 people that I would mention. Like, or, you, honestly, as far as generations go, you got to think of it like this. Like, at least in my opinion, the way I see it, it goes Hogan, mm-hmm. Rock Austin, yep, Cena Orton, moreover Cena. Well, you're forgetting about HBK and um, Bret Hart. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yep, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so, Michaels. Hogan. Uh, uh, wow. Uh, Michael's uh, Hart. Yep. Uh, Rock Austin. Yep. Uh, Cena Orton, which, yep. like I said, definitely more is more towards Cena. Yep. Uh, and now Roman Reigns. Yep. That's like, it. So I'll, I'll, I'll refix that categorization then, real quick. In SmackDown history, mm-hmm. 15 years ago, 17 years ago, I'm sorry. JBL was the guy of SmackDown for holding the title as long as he did. 17 yeah. years later, it's now Roman Reigns. Yeah, but even so if gonna, Roman Reigns is not just the guy on SmackDown, though, he's the guy in the in company. WWE, in general, yeah. He's the number one guy. Whether it's Raw, SmackDown, Sunday Night Heat, he's the guy. <laughs> and like the only reason why you could even slightly consider that whole SmackDown history thing is because back then they didn't move the world title. They didn't move the WWE title. Like the world title was raw. The WWE title was SmackDown. Like that's just the way it was up until what was it? Batista and Cena got drafted together yep. in 05. Yep. So like it's shortly after mania, like you can't really, you can't, that, that's, that's hard to sit there and say, if, if you look at like the universal title in general or the WWE title in general, JBL's not even in a conversation. Like at all, like in that case, it's Cena and it's Reigns, or I guess Cena, ah! Lesnar, and Re- no, no, we'll just say Cena and Reigns. Yeah, Cena so, and Reigns for sure. But yeah, it's it's I don't know. Man. Lesnar's Lesnar's the guy that's like when they don't have anyone else to throw it on, they throw it on him. They're just like, oh my god, oh my god, the champion we play, Lesnar. <laughs> oh no Lesnar's Lesnar's opponent's down with COVID what do we do we put the other belt on him exactly like what why? the f- why <laughs> alright so another few things I want to talk, touch on real quick uh, yes we talked about it earlier Ricochet getting new music on Smackdown does this signify that he's going to get a little bit of a push yes or no uh, yes, um, I'm not sure how massive of the push goes, but the fact that they are continuing his feud with Sheamus, uh, I think it's a good test because as we know, Sheamus is one of their workhorses. So, you know, he, he's going to be the line. Uh, I don't think it moves Ricochet into the universal title contention, but you know, just Shinsuke give him Nakamura, some sort of press. Shinsuke Nakamura ain't doing anything. So I could see him losing the, the intercontinental belt for a while. 
Um, and then last but not least, um, we also did get the new number one contenders for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship for the Usos and being the Viking Raiders after winning a fatal four-way match between... Yo, I forgot the Viking Raiders were still even in WWE. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that either, but yes, it happened. Um, <laughs> um, you had uh, Los Lutharios, uh, Angel Garza, and Humberto Carrillo. Oh. <laughs> Carry on. You for, you, what, did you forget that, that that was her name? Dude, I'm, t- I'm telling you, WWE has a lot of forgettable stuff going on right now. <laughs> they do. Uh, Cesaro and uh, Mansoor. Yes, Cesaro and Mansoor. Why does Cesaro keep getting just shoved with people? Why is Mansoor still on the roster? Because oh, they I'm sorry, don't because know Saudi, what to because do. Saudi shows exist. That's why. That's why. The WWE Viking... Blood Money coming to you. Yep. Oh, the man. Viking Raiders and... Well, I suppose... See? See? Forgettable. All we, but all I know is that the Viking Raiders won it, and they will now challenge the Usos probably at the Rumble for the belt. Dude, the Usos are. Wait a minute, hold on. Right hold on, Viking Raiders are on SmackDown. Yes, that's what I'm telling you, Tommy. Like, what? Where have I been, bro? <laughs> these dudes are never on TV. My brain thought we were still talking raw. <laughs> Dude, these guys are never on TV, bro. <laughs> Uh, the next Saudi show is rumored to feature the Elimination Chamber. You can't call it the Elimination Chamber. You can't you call can't. it the Elimination Chamber. Not in Saudi. You can't yep. call it the Elimination Chamber in Germany. You definitely can't call it the Elimination Chamber in Saudi. What? 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 Why? Why? It's going to be called the Funimation Chamber. The Funimation Chamber. No, <laughs> <laughs> so they. From what I've read, is they said that they're going to do the WrestleMania, the WrestleMania something. The WrestleMania. Can we stop with the WrestleMania? Like, it. There's no such thing as WrestleMania backlash. There's no such thing. Well, Never existed. Well, bring boss, me back the hooks. Bring I, me back the hooks. Well, well boss, you see, we we got to figure something out for the these, these Saudi shows here. So, uh, yeah, you know, how about we bring the Elimination Chamber back, but we can't call it that. We just, uh, I, I don't know, boss. What do you think? We'll call it WrestleMania something. We'll just give them something. We'll figure it out. WrestleMania Chamber. I think I'm having a stroke. What does a stroke feel like? Do you smell toast? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. And then, guys, before we wrap it up here, like I said, before uh, we came on stream here today, I wanted to have a little fun since we are in the coming days of the Rumble as well. And since we are talking about Roman Reigns and his... 504-day championship reign, which will be 505 days when people listen audio side. I'm going to ask you guys a few trivia questions about the tribal chief himself, Roman Love Reigns. It. Let's do it. Let's talk, let's talk to here. Right, let's, let's do go. it. So, you guys can either say, I got it, or, you know what, we can go from there, however you guys want to do it. Um, uh, let's let's uh, let's say our name. So, I'll say Tommy, you can say see him. Let's uh, do it. Well, me and then Danny, it's up, Danny, it's up to you to see who uh, who said it first. All right. So, question number one about Roman Reigns. In what year did Roman Reigns eliminate 12 people in the Royal Rumble? Tommy. Yep. What do you got? Uh, 2012. You are incorrect. Yikes. Well... I think it's 2014. You are correct. 2014 was the Royal Rumble where the big dog eliminated 12 people in the Royal Rumble. Woo! Tom, you scared me there. I thought you had it, bro. I thought I did too. (laughs) Next. Damn. 
at what who did Roman Reigns defeat at Survivor Series 2015 to become the WWE champion? Tommy. Yes. Uh Dean Ambrose. Correct. So we are one. Because that was was no, that's not. Is it? Was that the same night that it was the same night Rollins... that Sheamus cashed in? Oh, the Sheamus cashed in on him. That's yes. right, because Roman was laying in the ring like this yep. while the confetti fell. And they made a bunch of memes off it. Yes. Okay. All right, here's another one. Eddie. This this one's gonna be a little tricky for you. Which match did Roman Reigns compete in that only one time was it underneath a four point five star rating by Dave Meltzer? Is it a pay-per-view match? It was a pay-per-view match. Tommy? Okay, what do you got? I'm stuck. I don't got it. <laughs> oh, f- I don't match, know what one, year it was. Shock you guys. I don't know what year it was. Uh, versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 30... Four? Incorrect. I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's. I'm thinking it's when he fought Cena. I Incorrect. don't remember what. Paper- <clears throat> okay. The match was the triple threat match between Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, and Roman Reigns at Battleground 2016. I remember that. Wow! 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 That match was only rated a four stars by Dave Meltzer. Wow. Okay. Okay. In- another one. Since we're in the the Rumble category. These are good questions. Thank you, thank you. Uh, in which year did he get eliminated last? Tommy. Go ahead. 2016. Correct. Because that was when Triple, was... H, Triple yep. H eliminated him, won the WWE Championship. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Let's see here. Time to play the game! <laughs> Okay, ooh, I, I got I, this. This one's gonna be a fun one. This one might get going here. And what? And, um, this is about we're gonna go with and Roman's a little bit. We're gonna dig back a little bit here. Okay. Roman Reigns in NXT. Oh shit! Back in the All day, right. he used what maneuver as his finishing that he named the silencer? Christian. What you got? Was it the Samoan drop? It was not the Samoan drop. That was his signature. Okay. Because this is when he was Leiaki, right? Yep. Damn. Was it the Bulldog? It was not the Bulldog. It was the uh, the backdrop slam. Oh, the Mark of Excellence. Oh, Mark of Excellence. Yeah, 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 yeah. He named the, it the Silencer. Okay. Score, more, score is Tommy 2, Seaham 1. Tommy, name. if you get one more, it is over. See him if you get this, we go to sudden death. Come on, come on. I might pass on this then. We go <laughs> we, we're gonna see how tempting it was. Oh, my it, apologies. It, it wasn't NXT, it was FCW. My apologies on that. Same difference. But still same same concept because it, it became F, N, uh, FC NXT down the line. In the hell in a cell, Roman Reigns is what and what his record. How many wins and how many losses? Christian. Seaham, what do you got? Three and one. He is three and one. Who knows that? Who 
knows that off the top of their head? I just only can remember him losing once. That's that's why. Yes, he only lost one actual time inside of Hell in a Cell. I couldn't even tell you that. I couldn't even tell you who he lost to. <laughs> I can't either. I just remember him losing because I used to have a disdain for Roman. So whenever he took an L, I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sudden death. Sudden death question. Roman Reigns was able to tie the record in Survivor Series for four straight eliminations. Who were the four superstars that he eliminated in that match? Damn. Oh, man. Tommy? What you got? Doesn't have to be in correct order, just needs to be the four. Dolph Ziggler. Sheamus. Rusev. And. I feel like it's not super random. Uh, I don't know. Dana Brooke. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Incorrect on all four of those. See him. Yikes. All four? Oh, no. Well, because he said Dana Brooke. I didn't even get one. I didn't even get one. I I thought Ziggler was like. Let's go. Let's go with. Let's go with Swiss Superman. Okay. That's one. Seth Rollins. Okay. Tyler Breeze. <laughs> I know just saying names now. <laughs> I mean, if you get one of them you know? right, you've won. And uh, let's go with uh, Biggie. Incorrect. The four men that he eliminated were as followed. Let's see how wrong we were. Cody Rhodes, Goldust, Holy shit. Jimmy Uso, and Rey Mysterio. What the hell? Neither of us got any of them right. Not even one. We've never seen this match. Not even one. Survivor Series 2013. It's safe to say we never saw this. 2013. Survivor Series 2013. All right. We need need another one. We need need to break this tie. That was disgusting. How dare you, Danny? (laughs) Hey, you wanted... You asked this to you brought this up to me, so you know what I thought oh, I had man. a little bit of fun. That was a stumper right there. Right now. Oof, <laughs> I'm disgusting. having fun with this. We are getting brutal. exposed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. An FCW question. Shit. Uh-oh. All right. During his time in Florida Championship Wrestling, Roman Reigns won the FCW Tag Team Championship. Mm-hmm. Who was his tag team partner? Christian. See him. Was, your answer is Moxley. Incorrect. <gasps> Richie Steamboat. Incorrect. His <gasps> tag team partner, better known as Mike Dalton, was God damn it, it's Tyler Breeze. Himself, Tyler Breeze. That was that was that was going to be my second guess if I got a chance. I don't know why I said Richie Steamboat. They were a team. Yes. Yeah, and not only that, not only that, Tyler Breeze, as Mike Dalton, after going, like, winless forever, was one of the last FCW heavyweight champions before they turned into NXT. I hate this place. What? All right, well, here we go again. Here we go again. All right. We're never going to break this tie. I hope we have one this, more for this us. This podcast does not end until we break this tie. Let me get one more for you. This one, I'm. it's going to be fun. This one, I think... 
is going to stump either, both of you guys, and I think we're going to have a little bit of fun with it. I hate this place. <laughs> All right. Championships. Okay. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns won the WWE Championship, the mm-hmm. Universal Championship, the mm-hmm. Intercontinental Championship, the United States Championship, and the Tag Team Championships. He is what number as a Triple Crown Champion? Tommy. What do you got? 21st? Is that your final answer? Yes. Incorrect. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Where's that sound clip when I need it? You son of a bitch. Is it 25th? Is that your final answer? Yes. Close. 28th. <laughs> He's closer. He gets it. Oof. I was seven off. He was only three off. Okay, one last one. Yeah, just give one more just one for fun. More. Just shits and giggles. One more. This is great. This is fun, and I can't wait for next week when we do ones about the Rumble. So you guys yeah, better start studying. I love this. You guys better start studying up. And also as well, I'll say this right now, guys. Yes, you can catch us live every Sunday live here on twitch.tv forward slash shut up Danny. Next week is the go home show before the Royal Rumble. I would like to do this again. Luckily, I have this. Oh, hold on. You might want to... Uh, Royal oh, Rumble card that. game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be studied up. Sir. <laughs> Sir. It costs zero dollars. So I'm going to be studied up. So if anybody wants to, like, come on the show as a special guest for that episode and wants to participate with us and also with our discussions as well as we give our predictions for the Rumble, hit your boy up. Join me, Tommy C. Hamstan Bino, as we come to you guys live every Sunday again. On Twitch, yeah, guys, I'm calling you TV, and we give our predictions on the Rumble this year, and we have some Royal Rumble trivia. All right, last question Roman Reigns as the WWE champion. Okay, he's held it three times, being closest without going over the number of days combined. How many days has Roman Reigns held? The WWE Championship. Christian. Eham, what do you got? 950 days. 731 days. I said as WWE Champion. Yeah. That's incorrect for both of you. Roman Reigns held it in this three times as WWE Champion, a total of 118 days. Oh, he said WWE champion. I said WWE. Yeah, he, said he didn't WWE say WWE Universal WWE. or anything yeah, like that. Specifically WWE. Uh, I don't know a, why I thought he had kind of a biscuit eating bulldog. All right, we got to have a tiebreaker here. If not, then we go to a tie and we leave it off like that. That's fine. That's okay, fine. fine. This is final, 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 final question. Final, final Jeopardy here. All right. Come on. Come on. Roman Reigns. As a one-time intercontinental champion, one time, one reign, without going over, how many days has Roman Reigns held the intercontinental championship before dropping it to the Miz? 
62. 28 days. I swear to God. Are both of your answers final? Yep. Yeah. Tommy is correct with 62 days. On the nose? On Was the it real? Nose. <laughs> Y'all watch my, my arms are like this the whole time. Tommy has this. done it. He has defeated Seaham in the Roman 62. Reigns trivia. Three That's to two in on sudden death overtime. Tommy, congratulations on being 1-0 in trivia this week. You absolutely do know more about Roman Reigns than Seaham did. Bye. Um, just I don't know thin, if that's a compliment. Margin. <laughs> or you can have that one. Yes. <laughs> guys, it is that magic time again, but also the saddest time as well. So, guys, let's go ahead and let the people know where they can find you. See him, go ahead. You already know where you can find your boy. If you don't know, let me tell you. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. You guessed it. Pushstarmedianetwork.com. That's where you can find anything that we do uh, pop culture or podcasting wise. If you're looking for me personally, you can find me at Seaham Mad Good on all social media. And if you want to buy some merch that I made, championsmustdie.com. That's D-Y-E, not D-I-E. We don't do yes, that. please don't, don't unalive. Unaliving. No unaliving. No unaliving. I had to throw that in there because we almost had a bad habit of that. Good okay. disclaimer. It's a good yes, disclaimer. Good, good disclaimer. <laughs> Tommy, go ahead and let the people know where they can find you. Uh, you guys can find me here streaming on Twitch over at twitch.tv forward slash jump boost gaming. You can find me over on Twitter that way as well, as well as on Twitter at pokey Tommy If you want just my personal feed. Uh, and of course, if you guys are into scary stories, uh, you guys can check out my personal podcast, scary stories to retweet to your friends over on pushstartmedianetwork.com, Spotify, Apple podcasts, same places where you can get this podcast and many, many more. And, for myself you guys can find me on across all social medias and on twitch as well at shut up danny underscore tt shut up danny underscore ttv and that is shut up danny underscore ttv across all social media platforms from instagram to twitter to twitch as well guys next week is the go home show for the royal rumble we are giving our predictions who we think is going to the yeah, royal wait. rumble Who's going to last the longest? Who's going to be the in there the shortest? And on top of that as well, we'll have some Royal Rumble trivia as well. And we can also share some of our favorite moments inside the Royal Rumble as well. For myself, for Tommy, for C-Ham. Guys, we will see you guys here next week. Join your fellow marksmen again. Stay tuned to our social media. And guess what? As well, if you know anybody that is suffering from mental health, please reach out to them. Let them know that they are loved. Stambino, we love you, baby. And we'll see you here next week. Let's take it home, boys.